Hello, welcome to Double Issue. I just got back and we're just gonna get on a go. Just gonna come flying in with that intro. <laughs> Ooh, pre-order Stadia. Welcome back to our gaming podcast. Oh man, what was I gaming on the other day? What was that Vigima game? I've been playing God of War. I played through Evil Within Two. Oh yeah, God of War. I love. I beat. Oh, uh, intersection of gaming and comic books i beat spider-man marvel spider-man for the ps4 oh yeah i heard that's really good yeah i, I liked it i was tired of some of it by the end i uh heard a lot of good things but it i put it about like i really like the arkham games it's about on par with those i would say huh. it does some things better some things worse but i think overall it if you like that, I think you'll like this. And if you don't like that, maybe you'll like this from the differences, but probably not. Does it have the hilarious, terrible quick time deaths of Spider-Man games? Um, Maybe? I don't know. Did you ever see those? Oh, I think I have, but it probably not the same way. Yeah. They're just hilarious because they're so bad because it's just like it loads up and then it's like, push A. And if you don't do it, he just, like, falls. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't fail anything. I'm so oh. good at oh. video games, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I actually didn't really enjoy the combat as much as I probably should have. And I, like, turned down the difficulty at some point and went, I'm just not going to deal with combat as much. I mean, it looks like the fun part of that game is the web slinging and the wall climbing and... Oh yeah, that, the Just web thing's really good, but uh, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as, certainly not as much as Matt was talking about. Hmm. He said it was his game of the year, the year Ooh. before, which maybe if I had played it that year, I don't know, remember what else I played last year. <laughs> My game of the year is Zombie U. I'm excited to see what all the talk is about. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just finally, I picked it up because it was like two boxes. GameStop. It's actually not that bad. I played through some of it. I've been playing through a bunch of Breath of the Wild. I feel bad because I just ran from temple to temple, just going straight through the missions. And I figured out now that I, you're supposed to kind of walk around and talk to people. <laughs> So I'm enjoying the game a lot more now that I'm actually, like, just walking around. Oh, yeah. that's I really like that game. So good. Mm -hmm. I got a big horse, and we're just best friends. We wander around together. <laughs> Have I talked about rewatching Sailor Moon? Probably. Okay. I well, here it is listen. again. I just don't listen to you. <laughs> I started watching Sailor Moon, and it's really good. 
You should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's only 200 episodes. No, no thank you. Oh. <laughs> and... I can't I can't watch the things I want to watch. <laughs> Welcome to Double Issue. Lou. I'm Quentin. I'm Daniel. This is a show where we are making up universes. One episode at a time. That's right. <laughs> we tried two episodes at a time at first, and that was too confusing. Yeah, that was a lot. We went weekly for a while, and that was also a lot for stories. Yeah. Stories are a lot of work. Yeah. I think we had a pretty good run. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. It's been good. But yeah, we're getting back into the swing of things here. Yes. We're still talking about changing up the format, but I think we're still thinking on it some. Yeah. We might put out episodes weekly again at some point in the near future. Yeah. So yeah, what do we do on this show? This week we're doing a world build. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've done a world build. A regular world build. Yeah. And uh I think we've thought about talking about Adam Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. But first we had a suggestion. Oh yeah. We got a tweet from Oki Comics that says, uh, we asked for suggestions out on Twitter and maybe elsewhere, maybe just Twitter, I don't know. Um, but Oki Comics replied and said, from a nine-year-old niece, what are the theme parks like? So I had a thought on this. Okay, go ahead. Not everyone is going to be a superhero. Like, there'll be super people that just get regular jobs. Yeah. But what if? Instead of working, like, construction. I mean, they could do that, too. But, like, what if there's, like, the uh, scrambler down at the country fair? And there's a dude up there, and he's a strong man. And he's just, like, pumping the carnival ride to make it all work. Okay. But then, for people that are super, like, Centaurius wouldn't get a thrill out of, like, a regular roller coaster. So if their roller coasters are like, they ride a space elevator up to like almost the outer atmosphere and then just drop. They just can. Yeah, wouldn't their roller coaster just be flying over a mountain? <laughs> I mean, probably. Up and down. <laughs> They'd probably be like super bored with that. Well, then maybe their roller coaster is sitting and down on a roller coaster and saying how mundane <laughs> they're like the guys that brag about not getting scared at a horror movie like Ugh, I knew when all the jumps were going to happen <laughs> yeah I um, just so I just imagine that their theme parks are like extreme yeah I imagine most of the theme parks are the same 
But here's a thought I had. There's probably some roller coasters and rides based on famous superheroes. Okay. Just like we have, you know, Batman stuff at Six Flags. So we got Aegis Land. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of the rides? Oh. Well, first of all, I think uh, the Amy Dangerous is a a fair ride that gets torn down and put up all across the world. And it's been the same ride ever since Amy Dangerous came in. into so the it's world just like super so, 80s it's well it's very dangerous now <laughs> oh okay <laughs> like there's uh, t-shirts i survived the amy dangerous <laughs> you have to sign a a release form before you can get on yeah the itch of all where it's like a log flume but it actually takes you underwater for a second okay that's all i got for that the battle maiden but it's a um mr toad's wild ride but you're in her like signature van Mm -hmm. what if uh i imagine like the captain infinity is one of those is just just a loop (laughs) it's big figure eight oh yeah there we go not a fig not a figure eight but uh infinity symbol yeah it's probably one of those i guess it is a i guess an infinity symbol is a figure eight it's not an eight but it is a figure eight yeah you're right um it's one of those that holds you by your like torso so your legs are dangling wait what uh like the ones where they like they hold you from like the top yeah but that just seems very hard to do on a loop-de-loop that goes yeah, back they, like, on itself. So they like spin you out far enough that your legs are up in the air. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to disagree about that part, but... Okay. Um, There's probably some other big ones. I don't think. Uh, John Morris's Mirror Maze. <laughs> So there's the dial-up and the broadband, but it's one of the newer ones where you sit in like a platform, like you're inside a broadband, and they just like shake you while you watch a TV. Uh-huh. It's in 4DX. And the dial-up is uh, a very slow one where you learn things. Just oh, a just very figured. slow on rails afterwards or right next door. Where I'll see, I... it's it's a flat roller coaster, <laughs> like a like a train you get strapped into, and it stops at each exhibit, and you just learn a thing. Oh, so he's the Tomorrowland. Yes, <laughs> it's a small world, but they're all little dial-ups. <laughs> yes, and then broadband's the exciting one. Yeah. What, a quake? <laughs> Is it just a... Do you ever go to that earthquake room at the Omniplex? Um, probably. It's just... It's like supposed to be a house, but it's just a single room. Oh, yeah. And it would shake it. It's that, but like... 
I don't know. I want dangerous. <laughs> yeah, like it's like a whole maze or something that shakes the whole time or something really bad. Maybe it's just like kind of a rough wooden roller coaster. There you that, go. That wasn't wasn't called the quake, but they just slapped that. <laughs> it, it was just a different roller coaster, and they never made it smoother. And just went, ah, it's the quake now. And the gold star is one of those like super fast, oh yeah, jet <laughs> roller coasters that just just a regular roller coaster, but it's just real fast and painted gold. Yeah, like a a black bullet car with a gold star on the front with gold rails. <laughs> is there some way to do a Hilly the Hunter ride? Or is that just like one of those like shoot range things that's like around the park? Like they give you a bow and arrow? Yeah. Probably that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the Minotaur where you slam the Does Minotaur have a hammer? Why did I think Minotaur has a hammer? Uh I think she can like make stuff out of the air like she could make a weapon what we don't know anything about minotaur i guess (laughs) i'm finding out right now (laughs) well i was whenever in the first story she's like uh her armor can like reassemble or something out of the air i don't know we'll have to come back to that once we have a minotaur episode (laughs) apparently the bison is one of those like football tackle machines, but it like tells you how strong you are afterwards. See, that's what I was getting with the Minotaur is for some reason I assumed she had a hammer and it was like hit the <laughs> hit the target and see how high you can get it to ring the bell. Yeah. Hmm. I was trying to think of another. I think we did pretty well. Yeah, it's pretty good. So a lot more branding for the heroes. Yeah, Aegis Land. Aegis Land. Ready to get into some Adam? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) Yeah, so what have we talked about already here's new to Aegis since you know Adam's complete backstory before we started I'm gonna go over what I know about Adam okay so we know what's actually canon (laughs) Adam is a Superman type character big strong man flies relatively new as you were saying to aegis ever since amy's disappearance he has joined the team seems to be like a little bit of leadership uh conflict between him and quake i think but who's actually in control of the team I don't right, know if that's right. ever a resolved thing or just kind of they butt heads occasionally. 
Um, he's actually Amy Dangerous from an alternate dimension. <laughs> yeah. He goes by Gold Star with two R's. Is that what the <laughs> was that a thing? So I think we talked about spelling it funny because there's already like three or four other gold stars. Okay. And I don't know if that's a thing we want to do, but what if it's gold and then just a star symbol? <laughs> like a emoji. Emoji? <laughs> what? <laughs> It was out of my mouth before I could stop it. <laughs> that's a different world. The that's what they're called from in Adam Dangerous's world. <laughs> they call them emojis. <laughs> yes. Oh uh, yeah, my name's a uh, gold emoji star. What? <laughs> uh, uh, gold star emoji. Um, so he's from an alternate dimension. We haven't really talked about a multiverse too much. Yeah. But at least one other universe exists. It's that, uh, it's that Futurama joke. Whoa, are there infinite parallel universes? No, just the one. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah. I think that's about it. Okay. Okay. Uh we we talked about him having like a a publicist. We yeah. kinda kinda delved into a little bit of that. It seemed like we were up in the air on a lot of it though. Yeah, I think so. Like, whether he was being deliberately controlled, like, unknowingly controlled or in on some evil thing. And he obviously knows he's in the wrong dimension, but we don't know if he's hiding that stuff maliciously or not, I think, is where we we landed not on either side of that, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we had landed on one way or the other. Guess I should write some of this down. Whatever. Um, alternate world, Amy, super strong, has a publicist. No. Yeah, I think the publicist's name is Marty. Does that sound right? I could not confirm or deny it. I think that's what my notes for the Aegis story had. And I think I did my homework and checked the episode where he made him up and to get that name. Oh, I just had an idea. We talked about doing, like, whenever we do, like, other seasons that are set in different genres. Yeah. What if Double Issue is, like, the comic book series in those stories? Yeah. Yeah. I saw the funny tie-in. I mean, that makes sense for at least the one. 
Yeah. The the one the the goosebumps one. That makes a lot of sense there. Yeah. And it gets around their secretly in the same universe problem. Yeah. <laughs> so here is my thought. I think Adam wants to be famous. I just think he's really bad at being a superhero. Okay. Which is just kind of my thesis for him. Like, my thought when I first made him up was like, he is basically a child that just has awesome powers. Because I was making him like um, Shazam, but he's an adult who just is not that great, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think... Hmm. I feel like he'll have to grow... We'll have to have an arc for him. Yeah. Because if he's still, like... That seems like a good starting point for him in the universe. But it seems like for a, in order for him to be still around, it's still on Aegis. Or we can go a different direction. But if that is his current point, then we might need him to have grown some. <laughs> well, that's where thought two comes in. Okay. What if Marty has a Bluetooth headset? that controls Adam but it's not a perfect one-to-one control like where he like loses memory it's more like strong suggestions that keep him seemingly normal (laughs) he's just like so easy to um, persuade and suggest that he's like okay yeah so, is Marty a bad person or a good person? <laughs> like, I what's think, their goal in all this? I think that's the question. I think Marty might be, like, he is in it for, like, the money and for him. He just sees this as a good business opportunity. But I don't know if he's like a destroy the world kind of character. So what if the main growth, the main conflict with Adam Dangerous is his arc from being controlled to coming out of that? Yeah. I think that would be good. And... Since there are some mind control clone things going on in the world, from a story standpoint, I feel like that's a really good red herring where it's like, oh, the super strong guy that acts really suspicious is around. And you can kind of dangle that through. Yeah. I also wonder if maybe... At some point, he's grown enough as a person that he's actually getting help from the rest of the Aegis <laughs> to deal with this problem. Oh, yeah. But but Amy having come back is like, this person is suspicious. Yeah. And tries to out him. And the rest of the team is like, yeah, we know. 
So this is a strange one. Are we going to, what we normally do with characters is kind of give them some arcs and some heroes and villains. Are we going to cover alternate world Adam? Like before he came here or post? Because we have a smaller time frame for post. Yeah. I think we should cover enough to get an idea of who he was pre. And then I was thinking in in universe, maybe there was like one full year without Amy. And then he shows up for like the first big crisis. Oh, we have a timeline somewhere, don't we? Yeah, I was afraid of saying that immediately. <laughs> like, I forget where that's at. Um, Amy disappears in 2015. And our next event on there is Zombie City. Oh. Does he show up in Zombie City? As one of, we didn't talk about him in the Zombie City event, but as one of the... Like, that's where he first appears in comics. Yeah. Was there a threat big enough for him to come into? Zombie City. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was wondering if there was like a super zombie or anything like that that he could fight. Well, I mean, we didn't talk about it in the thing, but uh, obviously there was a zombie kaiju that got out (laughs) and no one knew what to do. And Adam Dangerous came in and saved the day. (laughs) That was his first appearance, was destroying a zombie kaiju. <laughs> when I was thinking maybe Marty helps set up some of that. So maybe he like mail ordered a kaiju and was like out there well, trying to like get it infected. I, I wonder if he was just thinking he was in his world and this was a normal threat. Oh. Uh, like he could be Okay. He could still save the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then then after that, he gets... Like, he could think he was in his world and just, this is a normal threat I'm facing. <laughs> I'm doing my comic book adventure thing. And then Marty's like, hey, you got representation? <laughs> Yeah, like maybe people were just so ready for a new Amy to kind of come up that having someone that strong, they were just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I bet he's just as ethically, like morally and ethically straight as she was, so it's fine. Yeah. So what all did we want to cover of his before time? Because I don't, unless more, some villains follow him through, I don't think it's good to dwell too much on that type of stuff. If we don't use it again. Yeah. But some like overview stuff. Like I imagine it's a world where he's the only superhero maybe. Oh. It seems you uh, imagine differently, but 
I had thought about it as another superhero universe. It's just like an alternate. But my original thought that I'd kind of been playing with was like Planet Hulk, where he's just so bad at being a hero, they dump him off in a different universe. Oh. But the idea that he was the only hero might be interesting. What was your thought there? Well, just like if he's the only hero, even if he's kind of destructive, maybe he's still good to have. Hmm. If he's the only one, like there's alien threats, maybe also kaiju or whatever. There are threats of his level that it's good for having him around. Even with his bad traits. (laughs) So is it just that he's like impulsive or? Yeah. Like he's impulsive. He loses the thread on what he's supposed to be doing. Um, Like I had one scene in my head where he's like in his golden penthouse apartment and he's playing a video game and just like has snacks out and just like a kaiju just like walks by the window Mm. and maybe he even like looks over and just like "Uh, it'll be fine (laughs) i'll get to it or uh he's fighting a bad guy and he just sees like a group of fans and he's like oh hey what's up (laughs) and just kind of forgets that he's in a fight so i think it's like he's strong but you had to keep him focused okay so what are you thinking for how he got to our universe oh i don't know oh okay. i figure it might play in somewhat with amy's disappearance hmm. or maybe it's not related at all and it's just coincidence <laughs> i don't know which one is more interesting yeah hmm. and if it's a if it's something that isn't just a one-time thing, we could develop here villains that are leaking over from his world. Okay. But I don't know if that's... I mean, that would be good feel for an Adam Dangerous comic <laughs> set up. Yeah. Where he's trying to defeat his old demons. <laughs> One of which is an old demon. Uh, what is the guy's name? Methuselah? Is that the oldest man? Oh, yeah. This one's Malthuselah, the oldest demon. <laughs> Mal, Mal like... for bad. Malthuselah. Wathuselah. That's Japanese. Is he just like your stereotypical demon? But he's wearing like a bathrobe and has a walker. Um, kind of big. Okay, nine feet tall. Oh, giant wingspan. Bifocals. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Getting some real dad energy off this demon. Great, great, great granddad energy. <laughs> Um, it's like a uh, devil man, but old. What's their deal? 
their deal is doing bad things, of course, because they're a demon. But they inadvertently teach Adam lessons. Like, no, 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 you can't can't (laughs) go about it this way. No, you gotta you gotta fight me. Like you can't just let me do it. In order to defeat me this time, you have to learn the power of sharing. <laughs> he just he can't let other people do it the wrong way. Yes. What if what if artificial insurrection happened in that universe? But it had a different result. I'm trying to think how that would work. Like, Adam could punch away all the robots. But, like, their wider plan worked? I don't know. What's their wider plan? I don't know. That's what I was just got lost on. <laughs> I almost had a really good idea right there. I don't know. They became Cylons? Uh <laughs> I'll keep thinking on that. I mean, maybe they took over the planet, but kind of peacefully, but Adam wouldn't let it slide. <laughs> He's trying to fight the robots and the robots and humans peacefully coexisting and everything's better now. <laughs> oh. And they, the robots developed technology to send him to another universe. <laughs> oh, Okay. And then whenever one of his threats pops up looking to fight Adam, they send them on over to you. (laughs) Well, what if the robots were able to control Adam since he's so suggestible and he, like, helped him accidentally? Is that a thing? What what do you mean? Like, like they send him a Marty and they're like... Yeah, yeah, you just need to help us defend this glacier lab from bad people that look like clones of good people. Like, maybe he was too hard to, like, beat head-on. So the robots are just, like, using mind control on him. To do what? Like, to just rule that version of Earth. And then he was too strong, so they just sent him to this earth to get rid of him. So the robots are still evil. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's also fine, I guess. <laughs> Them being actually good in that universe was good twist, though, too. I like that as well. Either way. Yeah. Are villains being sent over? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I like that. Yeah. No, that's so really good. I see you've got Midnight Broker. Yeah. Is that Al Roker? No. Oh. Um, I don't know. It sounded like a cool name. Yeah, no, I like it. Uh, is... Oh. Is Adam Dangerous's powers... Of the same source? Yes. 
but I think maybe they're slightly different in how they manifest. Okay. Explain. It's trying to think. It seems like the power well like affects people differently depending on their personality and like worldviews. Yeah. So maybe for him it is just like super strength, super invulnerability. Like it's the same power. It's like Amy's and Reggie's. But just manifest differently? Hmm. Well, Reggie's is different. Oh. Right? I thought he went in the well, too. Well, he lived... Yeah. And he's immortal. But... Yeah. His power is like a video game skill tree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's not exactly a... Really, the... Amy's, like, telekinesis yeah um what if (laughs) there's one power well in the entire multiverse okay and when amy got her powers from the well it reverberated through alternate versions of her Ah. and gave them powers so her and other universes also got a slight power. Yeah. And they okay. can all, they could be different. Right. Maybe it manifested in different ways. But yeah. So he's just basic like super strength flight, charming good looks. Super charming good looks. But I was like maybe his power is like recharged by the sun. More similar to Superman's but not really yeah so the midnight broker (laughs) makes it midnight oh zaps your powers yeah takes the sun out and then he's like i'll offer you a deal (laughs) mr dangerous or not i don't know this one seems weird i like the name though I think like a power broker kind of character is really cool. Ooh, what if he has this power to make it midnight? (laughs) And he like works for other villains. Like, you want Adam to be weak? Okay, so. This reminds me of another hero or another villain i wanted to bring in oh yeah but it put off let me make sure i get the right name is it neopolitan no never i can't remember what how to spell his name because it was just like a latin word but he's like the juggernaut and his whole deal was like i'm preparing the world for the apocalypse i'm like the reaper guy and he's just like super muscular and they just are like perfectly matched strength wise. I saw it was a funny. Is it Missorum? No. That's Latin for Reaper. 
<laughs> That's not bad, though. Messor. So what if they build a, a mind-control device in the original world, push him over to a alternate world once he's of no longer use, the mind control device kind of breaks, but Marty is able to utilize it, figure it, figure it out that it's implanted there, and utilize it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this typed underneath Midnight Broker makes it midnight. I thought it was good to be exact. <laughs> so here's uh, I've got a pitch for one. Arrow the plow. Yeah, I found the word. No, that's my idea. What are you doing? You're gaslighting me, Daniel. This is the thing I just made. No, that's the gaslighter who gaslights. An Amy Dangerous film. Yeah. What would the man version of gaslighter be? Is it just mansplainer? What do you mean, man version? Like, I think he is a man. I meant... What's the man version of gaslighting as like a terrible thing to do to somebody? Gaslighting. Okay. You can gaslight anyone. That is true. Like I did with you just now. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I was. Gas fighter. It's a fighter that Adam Dangerous tries to fight, but it's made of gas. And he can never quite get him. What about um I'm writing it down. Alright. Do it. Fire slinger. He's a fire villain. Oh. That's it. That's his deal. Oh what? His other villain. Isn't that a thing? Bullet face. Isn't that already a thing? What? Isn't that already a thing? Is it? I swear that's a thing. Um, search for bullet. Bullet face. A 2010 American action thriller. That's not what I thought it was. Oh, what? I mean, it's a thing, but it's not a thing I thought it was. Oh, I think of taser face. Taser face. What's your pitch on bullet face? My pitch for bullet face is... He's got bullets that he can shoot out of his face. Okay. It's just real dumb. That's all I had. Alternate pitch. Okay. Bullet finger. Oh. Handguns. So just each finger is a gun? Okay. I'm creating a superhero villain, super villain group now. <laughs> It's the gun gang. Oh, Gucci gang. Or the bang gang. Bang gang. <laughs> That's much better. Bullet fingers. Um, I guess bullet face is fine. Now that they're in a group, I'll take off bullet fingers and change it to handgun. That's... Hand, handguns. That's very good. And their guns are hands. I have this other one, um, Pump Action Kick. <laughs> um. Tell me his calves are the pump for shotguns. And he, before he gets uh, ready to punch, he reaches like down and goes. 
Oh, he probably squats down, goes, and then launches upward oh. in the most tremendous jump. Oh. And then flies around like Iron Man, but instead of rocket boots, it's just guns blasts like uh, he keeps <laughs> changing his trajectory with by positioning his feet and shooting again is he the like hand grenade guy from uh um my hero academy uh not really oh, okay <laughs> it's all kicks and it's like it's not explosions. It's explosive force kicks. <laughs> Just kicking the ground so hard they can fly. And then kicking the air so hard they can change direction. I feel like we need one more in this hmm. gun gang. We got bullet face, which fires bullets out of their face, you said? Yeah. <laughs> Pump action kick handguns. <sighs> you I think is the better version of bullet face. I made a real dumb joke, like just a bad character. And you coming out here with two really good villains, <laughs> handguns, that's too good. Uh, pump action kick is very good too. What about, oh, I got one. If you've got one too, that's also fun. The closest I've got is Bazooka Bandit. Okay. I don't know if that's the thing. Sure. Pocket rocket? No. What was yours? I've got one that's I'm <laughs> trying to work through it. It's either submachine gun or a submarine gun. <laughs> Alright. I'm thinking sub dash machine gun. And I think their power is extreme digging. <laughs> but also they have an smg they can fire up from below the ground <laughs> this is a jojo's villain group <laughs> probably <laughs> let's see something with bazooka though i was almost gonna say like bazooka or bomber babe what's a neat thing we do with a rocket launcher or a bazooka though see i was trying to think of like in first-person shooters where you, like, rocket jump the whole way through. I was trying to think of something with that. Like, they use rockets, like... <laughs> Hear me out. Bazooka joke. <laughs> Their jokes always bomb. Uh, uh, your ears, like, explode when they talk to you? So you've heard about the Joker. <laughs> this one is... Uh, bazooka version. <laughs> it's a clown they, with a bazooka. Uh, I don't know about a clown, but definitely a comedian type person. Okay. Always joking around, <laughs> making dumb puns every time they shoot a, their bazooka. So, I imagine this whole group kind of looks like the paramilitary villains, where they're like wearing like kind of scary outfits, and then bazooka joke. It's just like in a suit, like the comedian suit from the 80s. Like his tie's kind of loose because he's like, oh, I don't know about that. And he just whips out a bazooka. Yeah. They they say, uh, let me let me try out my type five on you. 
and then they hand you a stick of dynamite that has a timer <laughs> attached to it that's set for five minutes. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. This just reminds me that I guess in Japan, in the Street Fighter arcade games, if they were set to free play, it unlocked a character that was a Japanese comedian that was just popular in like the 80s. Oh. And he was just this cartoony looking dude. He was just really silly looking. And he was hmm. very like, cartoony next to Street Fighter and Marvel characters. It's interesting. Yeah. I want to know more about this at some point. Yeah. Okay. But I like this. This gun gang. Yeah. I don't know if we need to come up with story arcs for Adam pre-transportation. Yeah. Because that all seems pretty one note. Yeah. Um. Hmm. But they come over. Marty finds out about the mind control stuff somehow <laughs> yeah either finds out or was like part like in charge of part of it like marty could be a robot maybe not even a robot just a human that like oh yeah knows about the stuff and slips into the other dimensions like this is my payday yeah Everything's coming up, Marty. So, Adam shows up in our world. Our our world. Well, the <laughs> the double issue first. Double issue prime. Double issue prime. Earth six one six. Superhero ocean, I believe we called it. <laughs> and fights the zombie kaiju. The zaiju. <laughs> How is that not a sci-fi movie already? Probably is. We need to write it if it's not. That could be the next Sharknado right there. Zombie Kaiju Apocalypse ebook by Eric S. Brown. Oh, man. The cover for Zombie Kaiju. It's actually real good. It's good. Dang. Adding that to my wish list. Yep, real good. <laughs> it's 99 cents. You could just buy it right now. Yeah. If I put it on my wish list, though, I'll think about it more. So it comes over. Right. Do you think we immediately get, uh, in the comic book world, uh, Adam Dangerous solo series? <laughs> so... I think there is, but up until Zombie City, maybe it's like a comedy, because he's just like... Oh, you're thinking beforehand. He's just like wandering around Earth, like trying to, the new Earth, trying to figure out like, why won't they let me into my apartment? Ugh. What? Why don't people know me? I don't know, Fiesa. Do you know who I am? What if it starts out as a comedy Elseworlds book? <laughs> What's that one like? Just him being oblivious superhero. The original pitch. Oh, yeah. 
but it's just this is in an alternate universe and then he it surprise shows up in the the zombie zombie city event like oh yeah that's right he's in our world now we've been doing a stealth origin story for this new hero yeah okay and then it's a then it's a fish out of water comic after that like it doesn't reveal in the original run it's like the original run is like it's just like a what if in this other universe yeah okay i like that but then as soon as he's revealed in the event you see the events that lead him to come over here okay and then it's a like a fish out of water storyline and he's fighting some of his villains over here yeah so what events lead to him getting to be an aegis so quickly Mar- marty i well, assume yeah. just like marty positioning him really well well um we said that like when amy leaves like quake was kind of like coming up yeah and then it seemed like the group was dissolving yeah after amy left i think maybe quake was trying to get the band back together so to speak maybe that's what was happening in the aegis comic and she has to come to adam dangerous to make it kind of con congeal together like he's the last piece that they need and part of it's marty pushing for it <laughs> building up his names in the tabloids there's like a movie where or like a movie series like linked comic series special and it's like quake doing all this work with each character to get them to come and meet with her back at the aegis headquarters and then there's like this big fight and Adam just like steals the thunder completely. And they're all like, Oh yeah, you're awesome. Yeah. It's like, I did all the work. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they're out like fighting a threat. She gets everyone together and they're doing their first Aegis mission. It's not going well. And Adam comes along. Okay. In a fight and saves the day. That's pretty good. So what are they fighting? They're fighting Malthuselah. <laughs> so it was Adam Dangerous's problem that he brought over. All his villains got together for one last big attack. What do you mean? Oh, like over the series of his mini run, it like each episode's a different one of his villains fighting him. And then like the last one they all get together as like a super team. Yeah. I don't know about all of them, but there could be a pretty good super team out of some of these. I don't know if the whole gun gang is there, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe it's just handguns or... Yeah, but I like the demon and it's midnight and there's super strength. Arrow the plow. Is it arrow? Arrow? Uh, I think you may have been right the first time. Arrow? But either way... uh. I think their f- new Aegis, the Aegis that has been reborn out of the ashes of the previous Aegis, yeah, finally congeals with. Yeah, so okay. 
So he's then been with Aegis for maybe a year then? Uh, About two years. Two years? Okay. Uh, maybe he came over right in the zombie event. He wasn't over here before that. Okay. But maybe it looks like maybe he came over when Amy disappeared. And it seems like the two things are connected. Yeah. And they're not. Or are they? <laughs> For sure, that is a swords like yarn conspiracy theory board somewhere. Yes. It's just a bunch of pictures of Amy and Adam. And it's just in the background of some shots or comic panels. It's just like a, okay, okay. Oh, that should just be a thing in the run for swords if we ever did an actual comic in the background panels there should be jokes telling you what the big story is for the whole series like they always have figured it out oh yeah i think frequently some other things are right <laughs> yeah but it's just like a running joke for the artist in that series i mean i think that's a a, a trope of i'm going to say the exact plot of everything and someone goes, uh, that's, that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's too far for us. I think when when does the, like, how does this arc kind of, like, obviously there's friction in the, in Aegis with Quake. But I, I think at some point he has to have, like, a shift of character and kind of grow. Like, what kind of event or what series of events kind of leads him to this? I think he was able to hold it together just faking it. But I think he has started to suspect that he isn't as awesome whenever Marty's not around. And maybe maybe it's like he's afraid he doesn't really have... He's like doubting his powers maybe or doubting himself as a hero. And then maybe he starts growing whenever Amy comes back. Because he's like finally someone who's like on my level that maybe they'll know what's going on so maybe he starts like buddying up with her somewhat maybe like i wonder if there's like a some tension in that like he's a better hero when he's being controlled yeah and being controlled doesn't feel good like that that feels bad yeah. Um but people like him. Like people didn't like him before when he wasn't being controlled in his world. Yeah. But and he's here. coming to the realization where people like seeing a little bit less self-centered of it. Like, oh, I see when I'm not being controlled, I'm not a person people like. Yeah. But also, I don't like being... So he's, like, fighting the control and also trying to self-examine <laughs> what kind of person he is. Yeah. But yeah, I could see Amy coming back being a catalyst for that. <laughs> I have the Amy Part 2 dock up, and I just love this. Egg gets a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, her roommate gets a TV show, right? Yeah, Egg. Egg. 
Um, what do we do at this point? Are there any other like post story arcs? I mean, we covered the big one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he just kind of, on his own terms, becomes a hero. Yeah, that's like his big journey. Big Hero 6. Do they kick him out of Egypt at the end of this? Like, you're, you're doing bad now. No. Oh. I don't think so. That's, I feel like that hurts his journey. Yeah. I was thinking it's like... I think they become a closer team. Oh. Just just in time for Quake to break bad. <laughs> Let's do a, a quick theme song for covers. Burr. Cover me up. Covers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think one should be Adam, and he's dressed up like Little Red Riding Hood. And there's Malthuselah in bed dressed up like a granny. Okay. Makes no sense. <laughs> what if the cover for the kaiju zombie one? I don't know if it's a spinoff series in the zombie city event or if it's a main cover for the zombie city event. I'm not sure how it's tied in regularly, but it's a silhouette of the zombie kaiju with like the background lit up and you see the silhouette of Adam Dangerous but looking sort of like Amy Dangerous in the silhouette so they're trying to fool you like similar enough in the silhouette okay but also maybe it's like blue blue black like blue lightninged up background oh black black shadows of the silhouettes and then a gold star just on the costume somewhere that's your clue that it's not not any okay okay i like that i think one should be adam but he's dressed up kind of in like a fancy suit and he's on like the lawn for um like the white house lawn where they do all those talks and it's like from backstage and marty's talking into the earpiece and it's like he runs for a president <laughs> what if a small arc and covers reflect this that's sort of like Alice in Wonderland. But it's Adam and Aegisland to bring it back to theme parks. <laughs> is him going around in like a nightmare version of the Aegisland theme park. Okay. You got you got him in with his bulky frame sitting in a very small roller coaster <laughs> like at the top of the hill waiting to go down 
you got him and we can use the the title through the looking glass and a bunch of distorted versions of him in John Morris's House of Mirrors with an evil John Morris in the glass maybe yeah that tracks um yeah I was thinking a Mad Hatter type villain oh it's making it all happen oh, okay to fit the theme but is there there's probably some way we can get an evil John Morris to have some sort of Alice in Wonderland type theming <laughs> it's the reflection clone of John Morris it's John Morris's reflection Well, his reflect it has to be like a dark mirrorverse because the regular mirrorverse is just yeah. normal but backwards because otherwise his magic doesn't work. Yeah, but I was thinking like <laughs> like a mirror like Star Trek evil verse. Yeah, no, because he doesn't like wearing hats, so obviously that one's the evil one. Yes. Okay. What about just a generic one of Adam and Quake? Just like lock and fist, and there's like energy radiating off of their fists, and they're just like in the boardroom of Aegis, and everyone just looks really bored in the background. The boardroom, yeah, like the Aegis meeting room. Yeah, yeah. I've said you said they all look oh, bored in the boardroom, and I said the boardroom, a bunch of covers that are like for this universe mocking or like satire versions of Amy covers dragon war Amy facing down a house with chicken legs uh you know what I said it at one point but I erased it or I didn't say it at one point I typed it out but erased it house Marty oh How Marty that's a house that works now yeah, because it's a parody of Baba Yaga. Parody. There it is. That's the one I wanted earlier. Clockface. Every hour is a different version of Adam. Dangerous this time. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Speed Dial's daughter holding up a paper for Adam. Can I give you my number? <laughs> Aegis, but everyone is skulls. <laughs> now, I like this, but it's like... Adam trying to hold all the skulls like, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> he's like trying to put them back, but they've got them on the wrong bodies. Oh no. <laughs> um. Uh, here's an Amy storyline. Drunk Amy picks up an island. Now it's a floating island. That's an Adam dangerous storyline. I think we dismissed it as a... It's too silly? I think we dismissed, yeah. But it's not silly. It's not too silly for Adam. Adam Dangerous. Adam is all the storylines that got tossed out at the comic book writing store. That's not a thing. At the... Comic Dinosaur. What'd you say? I said comic book store, but they don't write them at the store. At the publishing house for a double issue, like, they have all these thrown out storylines that they wanted to do with Amy, but were judged too silly. So they're just recycling those. Yeah. He has like a really gross egg in his apartment. It's not chrome. It's just an actual egg. Yeah. It's a dinosaur egg. Over on the side. 
No, it's a very small chicken egg. <laughs> and everyone wonders, is that going to become something? Or did he just leave an egg in his apartment? Is it a reference to Amy? Or what is happening? Why is there always an egg there? Uh, Dracula punching Adam. Let's switch it up from the other one. Okay. Um, trying to think any more. Something with a midnight broker. Um, I mean, there's like a simple one, like a clock saying two o three p.m. and it's dark everywhere. You could do the one where it's like Adams like in two giant hands that are like kind of holding him and there's this like the midnight broker's face in the background no that's pretty cool bunch of bunch of guns in the face of a skull it's a john wick like cover where there's just hundreds of guns pointing it at him i think i'm out of ideas yeah i think just adam with a lot of fire is all i got left Yeah, that's probably a good spot. Yeah. Goodbye. Technology is ever-evolving. It touches every part of our lives, both influencing and being influenced by society. I'm Ian Arbuck, and I know it's hard to stay on top of everything you need to know to live in this digital world. That's why every month on The Extra Dimension, we explore a different aspect of the technological convergence. Find it on our website, thenexus.tv, or by searching for The Extra Dimension in your favorite podcast player. My recommendation is a song. What is it called? Uh, Run Run Blood by Fantagram. Because there's a line in this that I probably should have brought up for the world build because it's been on my mind a lot. Uh, follow me into a swarm of bees. Swallow everything you don't believe. Oh. I just like, follow me into a swarm of bees. <laughs> that's a very good line in a song. It's very evocative. Yeah, that's good. It's a good song. Check it out. I was just going to recommend the Nexus.TV with their podcast, The Extra Dimension. Oh, yeah. Do you want to shout out that you did? Uh, I don't think we said this on the podcast. I think we tweeted about it. You were on Historical Hotties? Yeah, I was on Historical Hotties for Crime Fighters. But yeah, it was really fun. We talked about, somehow we all talked about ladies from around the same time period, around Prohibition, and oh. they were all fighting crime in their own way, and it was really cool. It's pretty cool. So go check that out over there on their feed. We got some art, uh, the art first show is made by lisa prather she's on instagram at lisa prather art or emails double issue show at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at double issue show i think yeah at double issue show and we got a facebook can find wordpress discord okay. come find us yeah we tweeted uh suggestions we tweeted asking for suggestions for this world builds and got a little good amount of stuff out of 
what someone suggested. So yeah, come talk to us on Discord or uh, Twitter, and you could see your ideas influence what we make. We'll be back in a week or two with some stories or world build. We're not sure yet. We're figuring stuff out over here. Yeah, we're working on stereo. Working on some stories, but we might be back sooner with a world build. Yeah. That's what we're looking at. The song was Free Harmonics by the Free Harmonic Orchestra. These are the Creative Commons license. You can find out Free Music Archive. We got links in the show notes as well. As long as well as this show is under Creative Commons. You can use bits and pieces of it, the whole thing. As long as you give us credit and share it in the same manner. Just free and open with us. And we can be bribed. I'm just saying. You don't have to. But we are very cheap. Daniel can be bribed. I cannot. I have resolves of steel. That's my middle name, actually. Resolves of steel? Yeah. Spelled like that. My middle name's money. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Then I'll just put in like a full minute of silence here. Oh, God, no. (laughs) I shouldn't let you edit this. (laughs) My butt hurts.